Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to Rain's Rants. So, I was prompted by several of my followers on Instagram slash online friends to answer some questions. And I'm gonna start with how I first got into clothes. And the following questions are all gonna tie back into the original question that I started with. So, I'm just gonna indicate when I'm starting the new question answer etc so the first question was how I got into clothes so I was never really interested in apparel or fashion designing anything like that but I did always like art and my mom actually went to the same high school that I went to and she was the reason why I even went really I never was interested in doing anything like that, obviously, like I just said, but like she kind of gave me that route as an option because when I was younger, I didn't really know what I wanted to do going forward in my life as a career or as a job, Um, partially because I felt like I had so many things to choose from. I had many different interests as a kid. I mean, I wouldn't even say like as a kid, I didn't really feel like a kid. I felt like I was mentally aware of the fact that I have so many different paths that I could possibly take. And, you know, nothing that was really tangible in my face yet. So when my mom introduced the idea of going to a fashion design school and learning a trade, I was like, well, fuck it, I might as well. So I applied and crazy enough, I didn't get into any other high schools (laughs) besides that school. And it was my like seventh choice high school. And if you know anything about applying for high schools to go to when you're a fucking eighth grader, it is extremely overwhelming. And it fucking sucks when your first choice and second choice literally either do not fucking acknowledge you or they just say, um, your test scores and grades weren't that high. So we don't really give a fuck about you. (laughs) So, yeah, that made me feel like I had something to prove. Like if my first choice, mind you, my first choice was Bard, I believe. I don't know why the fuck I wanted to go to Bard. I am not a school person. I'm not an academic based person. Like I fucking hate going to school. But I do love learning things on my own whim. So, yeah. Um, didn't get accepted into my first choices. And, yeah, at that point, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to learn a trade, and I'm going to make something out of that. So, yeah. Now, I'm going to go into the next question, which is finding the motivation to keep pursuing life as a freelance creative. And... That kind of ties into me feeling like I had something to prove, whether it be to myself, to the world, to my mom, to the people who made me feel like I didn't qualify to be in their space because of my test scores or like me not being the best student academically. So, yeah, it just I feel like me keeping just keeping on keeping on. It really stems from me feeling like I have something to prove to myself. And because of the shit that I faced to get to this point where I can say that I am a creative on my own terms, 
and conditions and I make my own rules and schedule etc it took a lot to get here and I will be damned if I let everything that I went through and experienced in order to have this life that I so desired like I will be damned if I let anything come between that and like whether it be people situations situations that are tough mind you because being a freelance creative and just someone that is constantly giving their time to art and to people and just kind of it's it's really a selfless act you are always putting you know you have to put yourself first that's first and foremost but you are also putting other people's opinions first and what do you think that they'll digest the best and what do you think they'll understand like in a way for creatives I feel like we all have to take a lot of people's opinions into consideration when it comes to us uh, doing what we do and to get to that point we have to think about what's digestible what's gonna be hmm, how do I present myself to the world and I feel like with all of that that should be enough for you to keep going. Like, the fact that you put so much effort into what you do and being able to do what you do as freely as you want, like, that in itself. Like, and also, you have to just have, I don't want to say tunnel vision, but you do have to have tunnel vision. Like, yeah, most of the times, it's not going to feel rewarding at all. It's going to feel like more stress and more pain and more effort than what it's worth but honestly you have to have that vision for yourself and you have to be willing to see it through because if you just cut your losses where you are you could potentially be self-sabotaging and you don't want to cut yourself from more opportunities if you just push yourself and I am by no means saying to push yourself beyond your limit because everyone has a certain amount of everything that they can take but Never give up on the things that you worked so hard for, that you so desired with your heart and your will and everything in your body. Like, never give up on having that experience or at least that, that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay, so with that being said, I also feel like this ties into the next uh, question or at least topic to touch on, which was how to be patient with your craft. And I feel like that definitely relates to some degree of just like being passionate about something and putting so much effort into it. Um, now, to be patient, it's a whole nother story. Like I could only I could say so many fucking stories where I'm just like, Yo, I wish this shit would hurt and pay off already. Like, oh my God, when is it going to take off? And like me thinking about myself a year ago when I had first uh, started Dom and launched my business on my own, I was thinking to myself like, wow, I wonder when the fuck like I'm going to be feeling solidified in what it is that I do. So, you know, from me looking back right now, like now I'm really in this shit deep for real, like Sometimes I feel like it's a matter of living in the moment and just expressing that passion that you have for whatever it is that you are passionate about. Um, I feel like that was the main thing that got me through 
having to wait long periods of time for things that I was expecting when it comes to my creative career or just in general, like when it's like ideas or just anything, which I will touch on because I had a topic about um, creative block uh, due to mental illness or like just um, decreasing mental health. So, yeah, it just is like you have to really just like think about hmm, what is it that I want from this and how am I going to get it? And sometimes I oh, another thing I fucking wanted to give up on like just like working on my fashion brand and just getting a job because sometimes it takes so long for like sales to come through and it just doesn't feel like a consistent income sometimes and then like when there's a fucking rush of sales it's like yo it was it was worth it and another thing about having a creative uh path or just any path in general in life is literally about duality like you always have to be able to take the good with the bad because there will be highs and there will definitely be lows. And I can speak for every fucking person in any path in their life when I say that. Like, and that's for every, that's for everybody. Like, it doesn't even have to just be creatives. Like, you have to be patient with yourself mainly. And also, just with, like, the way that the world is around you. And, like, um, I want to say at least releasing your idea- ideas. Um, and also just with like the creative processes that it takes in order to release things like brainstorming, fucking finding inspiration and the most mundane of things like it gets frustrating and it is a lot to have to be patient with. Like my advice for anybody that is thinking about pursuing creative, um, creative endeavors as far as like work and career goes i feel like what you should definitely know going in is the fact that it will be hard like honestly it's not gonna be easy you will not succeed overnight like that shit really takes time and dedication and energy and just so much like you will literally experience so many fucking mental breakdowns just trying to do the things that make you happy and it's hard like i say this all the fucking time it is not easy to get in the position that you want to be in as far as like creative work but again like i really just feel like where where do you see yourself like towards the end of this endeavor where do you see yourself or at least when you're going into this endeavor what do you want to be at the end of that journey like Are you going to stop mid-journey because you just don't feel like it's worth it or you don't feel like you can do it? Or do you actually want to see it through and, like, do you want to be the fucking top whatever it is that you do in your field and have so many people that acknowledge you and admire you and know you because of the things that you do? And, you know, do you want to become a household name like shit like that going into it you should already know it isn't easy especially with the world that we live in now and i feel like just the world we live in in general a lot of people are not so quick to support each other a lot of people do not big you up which takes me to our next topic um 
not feeling supported by family and friends. So, you know, it is extremely hard to navigate on the internet today without a bunch of shit that you don't care about being shoved in your face. And I mean this in the sense of like mainly celebrities, like celebrity drama, fucking, oh, what does this celebrity eat? What tissue does this celebrity use to wipe their ass? Like, who fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, this is the shit that we'd be having pushed in our face and like, oh, this celebrity just had a baby. And when you see your friends or people that you would expect to have the same quickness to support something that actually means something to you, when you feel like you have, you know, those people watching you and watching the things that you do and they just not, you know, reposting your shit or making you feel seen or heard, it is extremely fucking frustrating. And (laughs) I feel like the number one way to combat that is to think to yourself, who am I doing this for? Are you doing it for your friends and your family and the whole world? Are you doing it for your fucking self? Because when I went into my, you know, creative life journey, it was all about me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's extremely frustrating to see people that either you support or that you care about you know, not reciprocate the same energy that you were expecting. But that's the thing about expectations. No matter what expectations you have, they will be, you know, there's a chance that your expectations will fall short from what it is that you receive. You know, like, I always try to preach to people like, having no expectations is the best thing to do. Because that way you'll be less disappointed when, you know, shit that isn't what you expected happens happens like it's it's a very hard thing to avoid having your um expectations let down but you know sometimes you really just have to focus on yourself and focus on what it is you're doing and for who you know at the end of the day anything that you do and put your energy towards should always be for yourself it should not be to impress anyone to fucking make anyone happy to change anyone's mind or perception of you who gives a fuck right who gives a fuck like these people do not put money in your fucking pockets and honestly if your friends and family are not supporting you find the people that do support you you do not need your friends and family to support you and that's a fucked up thing to say but it's true because sometimes there are situations where your family will or your friends will not you know see the same vision that you have they don't see eye to eye with what you have in mind for your life and it's a beautiful thing when they don't see because it's a reminder it's my fucking life not yours so you you don't have to see eye to eye with anyone on your life journey or have them support whatever it is that you do because there will be people that care enough about you to sit there and fucking promote you to the death of them. There are people out there that will support you besides your friends and your family. Like, honestly, I've learned that a lot of strangers go way harder for me than people that I've actually known for years. Like, and I don't have that many people around me that I've known for years and that don't support me because I cut off all people that fucking don't support me. I support everyone around me. I make sure everyone feels acknowledged and fucking seen and heard. 
So it's only right that I should have that same thing in return. And if you feel like there are people crowding your life where it's just constant talking down on your fucking dreams and, oh, you can't do this because this, that, and the third. No, fuck you. And you should tell them that to their fucking face. Bitch, don't tell me what I can and cannot do. Okay? You're your own person. You're the one putting in the work for yourself. Nobody needs to put the battery in your back for you to do better for your own life. So that's how I feel about, you know, not feeling supported by your friends and family. But the next thing I'm going to touch on is charging your worth, because that is something that I'm definitely still working on and learning because it's an extremely hard thing to do. And I say this in my own experience because I want people to be able to afford the clothes that I make. But it's very hard to, you know, charge a certain amount where it's like, okay, I'm being profited for my work and I'm also having the price of materials and everything else lifted off my hands. Like, it's very hard to price responsibly. It's a problem that a lot of us creatives face. And it's just simply because, like, some of us don't go into this for being money hungry. It's simply because like this is something that I want to continue to do, but I also need the su- the financial support to continue to do what I love to do. So like honestly, <laughs> my best friend helps me with charging my worth or at least getting close to charging my worth. She will fucking bully me down <laughs> to the point where I'm like, "Okay, I'll charge an extra $10." When she wants me to charge an extra $100 and it's because she sees the um, intricate nature that the pieces have. And every piece is very, it's specific to itself. It's, it's literally one of one each time. It could be a repeat of the same garment, but each piece is specifically unique to the buyer. You know, it isn't made in a factory. It isn't made by a bunch of random people just passing it off from production team to consumer to whatever like it's literally being made from my hands and from my heart and tears and blood in my room (laughs) in my fucking windowsill you know like people don't understand that like when you are supporting a creative or you want to um invest in a creative or just like, you know, buy their work, whatever the case may be. You have to keep in mind that most of the time, you know, creatives are struggling to make ends meet. Like, it's very hard to, I mean, I feel like when you do charge your worth, it may be a little bit harder for you to garner more sales. But then when you charge less than your worth, you get sales, but it's not anything sustainable for your life. You aren't able to eat, pay bills, fucking... Do the things that you need to do on a regular basis when you undercharge. So it, it boils down to terms of that nature. Like you have to think about, all right, would I rather barely be able to survive because of my severe undercharging uh, or would I rather people that actually value me, my work and my time and energy and effort to pay fucking top dollar as they should for the things that you are doing and taking your time to do, you know? So, yeah, it kind of feels like an asshole move when a piece that is very fucking sentimental to you is now totaling up to about $400 to $500. But why would you want to give away something that is, like, 
priceless to you without a price tag, you know? Like, it is something extremely sentimental. And regardless of the fucking materials and time it took to make, it's still your your life force. It's your energy. It's you putting that effort into whatever piece it is that you're making. And the fact that it comes from you should be the most important thing in your mind. It's not about, oh... The consumers, oh, the customers, the the clients, whatever. Like, it. I feel like charging your worth all boils down to how you value yourself, really. Like, a lot of the shit that we do on the 3D, like, interacting with each other and um, our life problems, like, a lot of that shit stems from ourselves and, like, we have to dig deep within ourselves in order to find a solution to these uh, problems or even just confusions. Like, I feel like when we undercharge, it, it comes from a point of like a low self-esteem or feeling like, you know, I'm not the greatest at what I do. So, you know, I shouldn't be charging this much. But also, like nobody ever started out as the greatest at what they do. People eventually start upping their prices because they are getting better. So, honestly, you need to start with charging your actual rate and the rate that you know that you deserve and add more on top of that to make sure that you are living fine. Make sure that you have all the fucking price of materials and shit deducted from uh, this as well. Like, it, it really just, I don't know. It makes sense, but it just it's harder when you are literally in that situation where you feel like, damn, I don't want to charge so much, but I also don't want to undercharge myself because then I'm playing myself. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. And honestly, it's still a little bit hard for me to charge my worth because I don't want people to feel like. I'm making it inaccessible. It's not about it making... I'm sorry. It's not about it being inaccessible. It's more so about it being like... I don't want it to be too exclusive, but I also don't want people to just treat my shit like it's a fast fashion brand. Like I want people to know every piece is specifically handmade to every client's measurements. And it takes me two to three days each piece... And that's not even including, like, fabric shopping, fabric sourcing, fucking uh, boxing, fucking waiting on post office lines. Like, all of that shit takes your time and energy and even money. Like, for the shit that you go through as a creative, you should want to be charging a lot more. <laughs> like, I know that 50% of the creatives listening to this right now feel like they're undercharging. Shit, I'm one of those 50 fucking percent. Like... But I'm waiting to get to a point where I feel comfortable with my clientele and even just like my my target audience. Like I, I want to make sure people feel like, you know, this is this is reasonably ah, sorry, reasonably priced items for the amount of labor that goes into it. So hmm. <clears throat> The next and last thing I'm going to touch on is dealing with creator's block due to mental health and how to overcome slash deal with it and what it's like. So (laughs) speaking from experience, dealing with creator's block due to mental health is one of the worst fucking feelings that you could ever experience. Like mainly for the simple fact that like 
one, it isn't something that you can control. And two, it's something that you constantly feel like is your fault or that you feel like you can work through with enough effort. But sometimes we are literally immobilized by the things that are going on in our minds. And a lot of us are not neurologists or, you know, psychologists, and we can figure out what it is that's going on in our brain and what medication we need to get the fuck back on our feet to create again. And it's like, even sometimes you need a break after that, like from feeling down and depressed or just feeling like you can't create in any way, shape or form. Like, I feel like when you have that ability stripped from you after feeling like it comes to you and flows through you so easily is really something frightening it really feels like it could possibly be the end of the world especially when it's something that you mainly focus all of your energy towards and honestly yeah creators block and just like artist block in general is something that i really do fear and it's something that you can slip into extremely easily and it's like bro sometimes you don't know how to get the fuck out of that deep dark hole But what I do and what I suggest a lot of other people should do, like, even though it could possibly be hard for you to get yourself out of bed and, you know, look at things that actually inspire you. The main thing that I do when I'm feeling like uninspired or I feel like I can't create, I go and admire other people's artwork and I get inspired from the fact that like, Either these pieces are fucking massive, they're extremely detailed, they have been done in a fucking short span of time, and it's like, I take my time when I'm feeling low and deep and down in the dumps to go and analyze other people's work and think about the things that they had to experience and what they pushed through in order to make this piece come to life so that I can enjoy it and eat it with my eyes. So... It is a very hard thing to do, like seeing other people's work or experiencing other things when you feel like you are just unable to do anything else but just like lay in bed. And this is just depressive episodes in general, like even with Creators Block, like it kind of feels like a depressive episode or just like something that you can't shake. And sometimes Creative Block lasts for months and you know all i have to say to that is constantly try to stay inspired you don't even have to create anything but at least have some ideas in the vault as some sort of like stepping stool for you to get back into the groove of things you don't have to fucking fling yourself back into whatever it is that you are constantly doing over and over and over again and the things that you are used to but you know baby steps if there are any art galleries near you go check that out there any museums near you go check that out there's any fucking building architecture like literally try and challenge yourself to get inspired by anything think about five different things that you can make from one thing that you see already existing like if it's a building you can use a building structure or at least a silhouette to make a dress. You can recreate the building in a painting. You can fucking make a sculpture of the building with clay, popsicle sticks, any fucking medium that it is that you want to use. You just, you know, do small exercises in order to push yourself and make you feel like, you know, okay, I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to feel a little bit more normal. 
And, you know, sometimes all we really need to do is have a little bit of fun. Because I feel like with as serious as being a creative is and just like how emotional it is, we really do shelter ourselves from having um, more of a fun experience or like carefree, lighthearted energy. Like, I feel like creating comes with so much not i mean i didn't want to say turmoil but i i want to say turmoil kind of like it does come with a lot like so yeah dealing with creator's block is a very hard thing to push through but with small and steady efforts you can definitely try to even fucking wiggle your way out of it because you will not be down forever you will not stop creating forever like it's not the end of the road you know just try to do whatever it is that you can don't work too hard but also don't do nothing you know or if you gotta do nothing do nothing shit i'm not i'm not the boss of you shit but yeah that's all i have to say tonight and um yeah hope you guys enjoyed that